At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Aloha! I took a leak next to him. He was super tall. I didn't check out his dick. Nieces just talk about who they're fucking. Hello and welcome. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you for joining the show. Episode 374. Very much appreciate your participation. If you would like to reach out, you can send us an email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com you can also call us always nice to get it's always like pleasant surprise when new people show up on the voicemail line 949-464-TBLS you know what we haven't asked anybody to do recently is review the show I haven't checked the reviews lately there were some unfortunate ones a while back Uh, review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to the show just you know Every little bit helps. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, I have, I just found an update to a story we did, I don't know, last year or something. Yes. We, it was a, it was a Kazakhstani bodybuilder who wed his sex doll. Yes. I just remember we did this story. Well, Bodybuilder who wed two sex dolls, yeah. so maybe that first one didn't work out and he didn't, already moved on. Yeah. He's, this is a big announcement. Huge. He's now open to dating humans. Unbelievable. Good Unbelievable. news, ladies. Yeah. Well, they say- You have a guy with the experience on the inside yes. of a plastic vagina. <laughs> they say sexuality is a spectrum. So this guy, what, he he went what from- is this spectrum? I don't know. He went from- like I know Silicone. the scale, like yes. very gay to yes. kind of gay. To, yeah. What, is this the other side of the spectrum? This is just, he's, he's gone fake. It's so scary. And also the picture of this guy is so scary because he's, um, he's supposedly a bodybuilder, but he has a very hairy shoulders, which is yes. so terrifying. Right. They, why, they, why is he shirtless? They, they shave and like lube up all the time when you're a bodybuilder. You don't, yeah. you don't have any hair. Yeah. It's, um, it's just, I think that's big in that, you know, the Eastern European world, the, the lifting of weights. I mean, we talked here about Arnie. Yeah. And, uh, what's his name? Little, little ba- pocket Hercules, baby oh, Herc. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's forgot about that. Things didn't go too well for Legend. him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was gonna say, and sometimes there's a story. You're you're more in touch with the news of the day. I can't quite figure out what we're why we're supposed to care so much about this Ellie Camper story. So I don't know. I. I saw that it was trending, and I she was a debutante at a thing yeah, like I that's kind like of know sort her. of racist like or she's, what? She's she's from what I understand. I mean, she you know when I've seen her interviewed, she seems you know nice, friendly okay. person. Okay, okay. I, I have a legitimate question. Okay, is she um, is she the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yes. Oh, that show was unbearable. Yes. Um. I, I got I got through like three episodes in bail. Yeah, it was a I lot. mean, I really tried with it. Yeah. Um, and uh, my uh, son is watching The Office, and so at some point she becomes the receptionist on The Office. What? Too. I thought Pam yeah, like, was the receptionist. But I think eventually they move. They started adding characters. Uh. You know, instead of like adding a kid, I think she was like the new receptionist, and Pam moved to some other part. So I mean, she just kind of has that like friendly, perky vibe to her. Yes, but that doesn't that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not she's racist. But when I tried to read about it, I just was like, I, I can't, I couldn't. She was like at a debutante kind of formal, but it has racist roots. But it wasn't called the racist thing. But like they said, and then by 1992, they changed the name to whatever, and she was the debutante in like 99. Oh yeah, you can't you can't do anything. There's nothing can be done. It's and you, if you do things, you're going to get in trouble. Don't do things. You know, I, I, I want to. We should always be trying to be better. But like the only problem I would say with her right now is because I was just kind of reading about it before the show, like right before the show. She hasn't said anything like. It's been a day of like people swirling rumors about how racist she is. I don't know what PR is telling her, but like this is where you just tweet out like, "Hey, that's not who I am. I was, you know, I was eighteen and I was in some some uh, beauty pageant, and yeah, I have no racist ties. But like to just say nothing you, is kind of dumb. No, right? you got to yeah. Who's advising her? Does she have a publicist? You um, you got to speak immediately, especially if you didn't do anything wrong. Like come out. Say, hey, I did this thing. I, here's here's what people don't realize. We live in the United States of America. We live in an inherently racist place. Uh, uh, we, our foundations are in sl- slavery. So if you go back far enough, there's a racist component to almost everything that happens. I mean, the littlest things that you don't realize are racist. Songs and little things. Yes. And you're like, oh, yeah. Wait, this was terrible, too. And... It, I'm not, I, I just think, obviously, we, we cannot have a purity test. That when you're put, when like the Bachelorette is at a, she was at a place where there were Confederate flags, right? Like four years ago. I don't like think, that, right? so, no, I think she was in an antebellum party, which, I, okay. and it was at like a plantation thing. And I, but look, that, that is I'm a little bit touchier. Yes, I'm just saying I that agree. stuff's a little bit touchier. Yes. This, I, it could be explained away. Like, I, I was just, you know, the bell of the Miss St. Louis ball or whatever it is. They changed the name before I was there. But, yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems it seems like a stretch for 
this random character actor to be just dragged through the mud over. But I mean, like, by like, all means, it was the hundredth anniversary of the Tulsa massacre that none of us learned right. in school. So maybe we should focus on Ellie Kemper. It's crazy. Exactly. The, the state of Oregon was founded by white separatists. Like, so anybody that lives in Oregon or has traveled to Oregon, do they owe us an apology? Do, should we cancel them? I mean, there's, there's just so many things that, you don't realize the roots of everybody can't be held responsible for everything. Yeah. I, I was just confused by this story. Cause I, I, I don't know anything about you know, it. Yeah. And she came from money. So we're supposed to be mad about that. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we don't do a good job with the, the wealth distribution in this country, but like, because she's, she grew up rich. I don't, I don't know why that matters either. Well, when you, when you grow up with means, it does make it a little easier to pursue a, of course, she arts. didn't have to. Yeah. She didn't have to. But we don't, you know, bust tables the same way that other people do. But you know, that's whatever. I felt. I felt it's like such a crapshoot anyway to become famous and yes, in showbiz. I felt like shit the other day. Like I tease our our friend, our good friend and listener Pete Schlitzky, because he he has told us that he grew up next to Gary Gaetti, Rat Gaetti from the Minnesota Twins. Yes, and I'm like, I oh, know. how fucking rich were you? And I, I did this to my friend Piper the other day because she she was like uh, she's from Indianapolis and she's like I grew up next to Reggie Miller, and I was like Whoa. oh you must Whoa. have been rich as fuck. But then I was like wait, that's kind of like shaming people for you know it's like the opposite of shaming people for having no means for having too much means like it's none of my business how much money somebody had or what what their upbringing was like like everybody's got their own story and I kind of felt like shit about it so. I apologize. So sorry, Pete. So, sorry, Pete. Sorry, Piper. Yeah, sorry, Piper. Um, two, two things I want to talk about. Our GoFundMe is going well, but it's kind of stalled out. Let me recognize the people, but it's on my other computer. Hold on. So here's the donations so far. We're up to, and in case you don't know, because everybody doesn't listen every week. One of our listeners, the great listener, fan fan, listener, emailer, now caller, who many people thought was Dolomite because he's such a big fan of Dolomite and Dolomite's white Christmas story. He started a GoFundMe to help us raise a little probate, uh, promotional, excuse me, money for the show. And the goal is 2,500 and it's been going about two weeks now, just under two weeks, I think. And we're at like 1600, 1646. Let me tell you who's, who's contributed anonymous. And this is fan fan. He started it. He gave us $512. Legend. That's a lot. Anna Snap, 25 bucks. Janie Cowan, 50 bucks. Matt Grace, 100 bucks. Matt Ray, 100 bucks. Anonymous, 150. I believe that's Dolomite D. Super Lee, 105 bucks. Another anonymous, I believe this is iHeart Hellion from Twitter, 110 bucks. Zach Jobin, 25 bucks. Ryan Azonka Cruz, 150 bucks. Corey Worrell. Worrell? Todd Worrell. Cody, Corey Worrell. That's my buddy Fido's from Twitter. 100, nice. 100 bucks. Clark and Calgary, 100 bucks. Jonathan Yates, 50 bucks. And the, the most recent donator, Ed, the penis connoisseur. Has given us $69. Wonder where, where she came up with that number. I know. It's weird, right? It's a nice, <laughs> nice number. 
I, but I feel like everybody's been so generous and it's amazing, yeah. but Super I, cool. I think the generous donations are scaring off the $5 people. So I challenge yes. somebody within the sound of my voice right now to be the first to contribute $5 to our GoFundMe. The link is in the episode notes of the show you're watching right now on your device. Go to it, click it, give us five bucks, be the hero that gives five bucks that lets people that let people know it's okay to give five bucks. I, I, obviously we appreciate all the fifties and hundreds and 150s and the 25s and the 69s. That's amazing. But thank you everybody. But $5 is also appreciated. So go click the link, go to our GoFundMe and be the hero, be the, be the first, be a leader, break the ice and give five bucks. So people know it's okay to give five bucks. Five bucks is great. We love five bucks. <laughs> So I just I saw a clickhole. Uh, had I guess they're weighing in on the uh, the thing that happened in 1999 with the uh, Ellie Kemper. The Ellie Kemper, and it said in 1999, actor B.J. Novak was crowned P- Prince of Fugliness by the KKK, a yearly award given to community's most busted bitch. That's so. That's Share so if you think this is the type of award you win from the KKK. That's so funny. If you're a true ally for racial justice, I love that. It's so funny. Goes, Click holes the best. They go hard. Uh, okay, the one more thing I want to discuss here. I feel like I need to preface this. So this is episode 374. Well, I'm out of town next week. So Ed and I already recorded episode 375. It's a, it's a good one, for sure. <sighs> so it's we review the movie Under Siege. <laughs> which I was excited to talk about, but I sort of have to come clean. We did the episode with special guest, Jason Stewart, who we love, love, love him. But Jason Stewart has a hard time, like get even just sounding okay on his, whatever oh, yeah. machine he uses. That's right. It sounded like the fireside. Chat. Yes. His sound was so bad and he tried multiple different headsets and it just, I need to apologize yeah. because not only does it sound bad, but I was so fixated while we're, and I, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't shit on our episode already because I haven't even heard it. I haven't put it together yet. Yeah, but we, I mean, there were some funny discussions. Yeah, there's some I mean, jo- there's yes. funny stuff in there. Yeah. But- I just, I feel like I wasn't at my best because I was really thinking about how the sound coming out of Jason's end of the recording the entire time. So at first I, yeah. I was, I was distracted, but I just, it just became pretty natural with Jason, the whole, the whole package yes. throughout the show. I mean, I love him and the listeners love him and I love having him on. And I think he brings a great dynamic to the show. He changes things up. It's fun to talk to him, but uh, it was, uh, it took, it took me a little out of my game. And so I want to apologize in advance. Although Maybe maybe once I put it together, I'll think it's kind of good. We'll see. Uh, Under Siege, coming next week, episode 375. Ed, let's listen to some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. 
his voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. Okay, a couple voicemails here. Gotta wait for the page to load. This Chromebook was, I thought this was gonna change the game for me. And it's changed the game the other direction. It's so janky, glitchy. Uh, okay, here's a voicemail. Shot caller. Make your holler, get your dollars. Microphone pimping podcast. What is up, bitches? He's going with the OG intro. He hasn't done the full yeah. in a while. I feel like it's been a while. I like it. It's old school. June 1st, 2021. We have gone about 14 months into this pandemic. Congratulations, folks. Uh, hopefully you haven't lost any loved ones. Let's just keep this thing going, man. Let's be responsible. Hey, so uh, I know the baller community was asking about my thoughts on uh, cyclists. So I think we can all agree. Is that? Can we confirm that, Did, Ed? I, I don't remember us talking about cyclists. He's talked about many motorcycles right i think he talked about like mini motorcycles like the little things teslas don't remember cycling i mean certainly he weighed in on handicap plates i know we did we did talk something about cycling because i asked you about your oh about about people oh people who are like dressed up in the whole thing yes i I didn't know that was manuel who talked about no i think i think somebody else that was somebody else's voicemail or email and maybe he's been i don't know maybe we mentioned that manuel general, who's, who has traffic general, i have like a, yeah. a, i have a great memory for lots of random I know, things I, know. I, I have a terrible memory for the show like i yeah every once in a while like that bodybuilder triggered yeah, yeah. Uh, response for me but overall i don't remember most of the stuff we talk about and all yeah and also you're like it was probably like a year ago we talked about this bodybuilder i remember it as being three months ago it, it, it could have been, it it could have been two years ago. ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. It's it's just, you know, you're like thinking about so much. You're talking so much. I love it when people tweet us and they're like, they'll tweet a quote of something that we said. And I'm like, oh, did I say that? Because I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. There was one time you were busting my balls and it turned out to be you were the person that said whatever insult. Well, no, yeah. No, so I think Manuel, Manuel yeah. was like. Ed, and if Ed's going to say, and I'm like, yeah, Ed, you fucking asshole. Like, I can't believe you're talking about Manuel like that. And I was like piling on. <laughs> and and you, we so. all knew that. No, I knew that I said it, but it was funnier. <laughs> it was funnier to stack it on you. But the funny thing is, I, I was like, I, it doesn't sound like me, but I yeah. guess I said it. Yes. Like, I know. I you believed know. it. You believed it. <laughs> okay. Let's get Manuel's thoughts on cyclists. I'm interested. that uh one of the biggest collections of toolboxes on earth is the cycling community. I mean, these idiots think that they could take a whole lane. They regularly go on like two lane highways and like uh, sit there and try to take the whole lane. And it's like, dude, like, yeah, I get it. Exercise is cool and all that, but have a fucking brain. We just saw poor Mark Eaton lost his life in a bike accident. Uh, I think for the most part, these cyclists need to realize, man, you ain't a motorist, all right? Very simple. 
So respect the motorist. Hopefully the motorist respects you. I try to, you know, uh, as much as possible, knock on wood. But uh, if you're one of these tool bags flipping people off and all that because you're holding up traffic, why don't you look in the mirror, man? Uh, one last thing. I guess I harped on USC a few times, man. Uh, and uh, thankfully, I'm not going to have a third time seems like they finally are not screwing up things over there. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just um, an observationist, you know, L.A. person, checking out L.A. things and uh, just letting you guys know. And USC How did you become... USC not screw up? I don't know. What? I don't know. I think he expects us to know that. Yes, that's something I don't remember. Are yeah. we talking about USC? Is it because they had – did they go to the Sweet 16? Yeah, uh, well, they know, they have the Mobley twins. Uh, yeah, they, they had a good prob- run. They, they, I think they went to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. One of them, it, I mean, that's they're not twins; they're brothers. The older, bro- the younger brother yeah. is going to be like a top five pick, top three yeah. pick, or something. That's what I heard. And the older brother, they're like, hey, he might be a second rounder. Yeah, that's that's gonna suck. No, that's bullshit. I knew He's the older brother, and they're like, "Well, he probably needs another year in college to to bring up his stock." And the younger brother's like, "Top, top three, top five. I knew, and we've talked about this before. I was acquainted with one half of a pair of twin brothers, and the guys, the guy that I, the brother, the guy that I didn't know, was an was an NFL wide receiver for like twelve seasons. Wow! And the brother, I would just look at the brother and be like, "Dude, you got the same DNA." And I think they both played in college, but it's like, what's like, everything's the same. You're, you're literally identical people. How did Griffin is a twin? I think. Yes. At, at Oklahoma, his brother played, but there was nobody asking for him in the NBA. Right. Kind of weird. I mean, the 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 Lopez Lopez twins. twins. Yep. They're both pretty good. Pretty good. Bro- uh, Brooke is better, but they both have had pretty solid careers. Yeah, they were they were both good at Stanford. Of course, you used to see Brooke walking his dog, and he what he had like a big like like a uh, Belgian yeah. Malinois, like a real manly dog, was a, it, a mastiff. Was it was it a Pomeranian or was yeah. it a uh, uh, Bichon Freeze? It was something really tiny, like it, yeah. way too tiny for a grown man, let alone a seven footer yes. to be walking. Uh, yeah. Brooke is nice because he's had to change. You know, he has he had to learn how to shoot three pointers and he can shoot them. But he's good at it. Like, yeah, Robin's they, more of a grinder. Have, but but Robin is still having a productive career. I think oh, no, he's good a Wizards or something. And it's, yep. that's pretty impressive for both of them. But it's weird when one is a superstar and the other one can't even make the league. Yeah, it is weird. It's really weird. You ever seen I knew it? of uh, I knew yeah. of some brothers. Uh, I used to know this guy in town, who uh, his brother got a cup of coffee as a Dolphins wide receiver, mm-hmm. and he eventually went to jail for being a personal trainer who got a little grabby. Oh, really? Got a lot grabby with maybe even people not of the right age. Oh, so, I was going to so, say yes. Yeah, so he does. His kid doesn't go to school with my kid anymore. There's, I was going to say because. As personal trainers, there's usually no shortage of agreeable participants for personal trainers or and or tennis coaches. Yes. It's like you don't have to be grabby because that's part of the gig where you're complimenting them, telling them how good they look. They get into it. But if you're, you know, 
If you have certain predilections, that's bad. Okay, let's see. Let's, let's see if Manuel makes a point here. I like the bicycle thing. Um, basically equivalent to a dog track. Anyhow, guys, <laughs> no clue. You guys keep the uh, keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. You know, I thoroughly enjoy the podcast whenever I hear it. Bride, bride, Bex, Easy Edward, keep it going. And uh, I will check in in a few weeks. All right. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say about the bikes, I, I know what he's talking about when they like, yeah. they just dominate traffic and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I try to mostly ride in the, uh, on like bike lanes by the, right along the river. So I'm, I'm almost never in traffic, but the one thing that happens in the, I'm saying like bike path only, not there's no options for cars there. But there are bike lanes in streets in Hoboken, like just, you know, yeah. and and there's so much because it's like urban people picking up something, running in the store. Cars in So the much du- double parking in the bike lane. Yeah. So I'm constantly having to like swerve into regular traffic. But I, I haul ass to get at Like I'm not, I'm never one of these people that's slowly taken up. Yeah. Uh, you know, 12 cars are waiting behind me. I, I know what he's talking about. I Those don't, people suck. Uh, yeah, I don't ride. I have ridden. It's um, it's oftentimes when they're in the big pack where they all have the same yeah, identical uniform on. It's like monsters. Yeah, there's too many of them. But also there should be more places for people to ride. Yeah, it's good for the environment. Yeah, it is. Get on your bike. I love to ride a bike. Yeah. Uh, okay. One more. Voicemail. Let's see who this is here. Ballers. Ben 906 here. Just giving a call to check in. Hey, uh, there's an RIP um, that kind of came out in the last couple of weeks here. I don't know if you guys, I don't think you guys covered it, but an, an actor by the name of Charles Gordon. Um, you, you Gordon. Know him, you saw him. He, he was in one of these movies. Is he doing that on purpose? I was a kid. I'm a little bit younger than, than probably the demo for this show for the most part. Um, but he was in a movie called Clifford with a great movie with Martin, Martin Short. Short. Um, yeah. And That's not the big red dog. No, no, Wait, no. Martin Short Cl- plays a 10 year old boy, prepubescent boy. And it's, it's weird, but it's, I, I thought it was funny. And, uh, Groden, there's a great clip that I've seen just, you know, outside the movie where he's Groden has to take care of him. It's like, he's his uncle Martin. And he's like, can you just act like like a a boy for a few seconds? And Martin Short like tries to make this weird face. He goes, "Can you just act like a human boy?" You know how like Groden always got like pissed off in his roles. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great clip, but I love that Ben called him Gordon. Right? That's great. That's great. I couldn't tell if he was doing and that we on did purpose. Talk about him. Yeah, we did. We talk, <laughs> he had one of the great hair pieces of all time. Yeah, I I am a, I I am a fan of Clifford Ben. I haven't I haven't seen Clifford. But we know I used to watch Gro- Groden was one of the best ever Letterman guests. Yes, because he hated his guts. He hated most people. He yeah. hated Howard Stern. He yeah. was he was an angry dude, but he yeah. was he was funny and great eloquent about actor. his hatred. Yes, great actor. And one of the things that I just can't get out of my head uh, related to this movie was just how smoking hot uh, Mary Steenburgen was. Um, very formative for me um, as I was kind of coming of age. Um, but but really, how how fucking old was Charles Gordon in that movie? I mean, seriously, was he like 
Mm-hmm. I felt like he was like 72 years old, 75 mm-hmm. years old, and mm-hmm. find out he, he kind of just passed away. Um, it, it, well, I won't, I won't spoil it, but, um, so how fucking old is that guy? Mm-hmm. But the other thing I was wondering, and maybe this is a daily's choice here, um, between Martin Short, um, and another short king, you know, my, my really good friend here, Norm Duke. So walk into a, a <laughs> urinal, you got Norm Duke on the right, wow. Martin Short on the left, and, and the open urinal there for, for Ed. So love to hear some, uh, some thoughts on, on two of our short kings. Okay. Two things go, two things going on. We got to figure out, Ed. First of all, how fucking old is this guy, Charles Grodin? So Charles Grodin just died. I think I think he was in his eighties, though. Yeah, he had to be in his eighties. He had, had to, to be. He had to be in so his eighties. I think Clifford was probably thirty years ago. I bet Grodin was fifty-five in that movie, fifty-three in that movie. So yeah, Grodin is probably eighty-three, eighty-four. Cl- Clifford came out in ninety-four. 94, okay. So 25 years ago. 20, 27. 27 years ago. So how old do you think he is, was? I think in that movie, he probably was 55. Pretty close. Well, he just died and he was... Oh my God, his birthday's the day before mine. May 18th, 2020. Oh no, that's when he died. He died the day before my birthday. Uh, he's born 1935. So he died at 86. So 27 years ago, he was like 59. He looked good pretty for close. 59, pretty, I think. Yeah, pretty close. And Steenbergen, I agree with an underrated beauty, but I honestly think she got better looking. She did. No, there's there's certain women, There's there's a certain genetic sequence where women actually get better looking over time. I would put Julianne Moore in that category. She only yes. gets more beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, told you, I saw her in person a couple years ago and she looked like way better than I, and I, I found her attractive, but yes. she looked way better than that. Yeah. In, yeah. In real life. And um, in person. Yes. Uh, another one of those Marissa Tomei only gets oh, more beautiful. Yeah. Just stunning. Uh, oh, and here's the other thing. I don't know where the drop is for that. Let's find this. Nope. Uh oh. Nope. I haven't played that one in a while. In case you haven't listened, we haven't done it in a while. In case you're not aware, this is the game Daily's Choice. Ed Daly, who has made it known, if he comes up to a urinal next to a well-known person, he will be trying to peep their junk. Ed, Daly's choice, and this is going to be a tough, this is a, kind of a chalk one. Well, Norm I, Duke. I have, a, I have a very specific reason why I'm choosing what I choose. Okay. Norm Duke and Martin Short, who are you picking? So... I, I honestly think Martin Short 
he didn't he had didn't he's had a good career, but he never got like two. Clifford was one of the rare movies he actually got to lead. He, he's just a fantastic inner space of a was lot a big of starring role for him. But yeah, but he's a character a, actor. Yeah, but it was a, a bust of a movie. Yeah, like in terms of like he's never been as big as as his talent would indicate. Yes, to me he is. Certainly in the top three of all time talk show guests. Oh my he's god, a, he's the best. He's a relentless ball breaker, like just the best ball breaker. Yep. Um, you know, he's done so many funny things like Jiminy Glick. I and I read his book, which was great. It was like something called like My Humble Beginnings as a show business legend or so, something like that. It's a yeah, funny amazing. book. And yeah. he's I love him so much that in the rarity I respect wow. him too much. I Whoa. would not look at what he's working with because I love – I'm telling you, like, Martin Short is one of my favorite celebrities of all time. And so I am yes. curious what Duke's working with. For sure. I feel like they're both kind of dicked up for little guys. It's definitely big dick energy yes. for both of them. Sometimes little guys will be sneaky dicked. Yes. You know, and uh, I, sometimes it's just a proportion thing. Where it might be, well, we've talked many times on the show about the one Christmas-themed porno I saw as a young man, oh, where the I've where seen. Santa's elf was going around fucking all the girls, and he was a it was a he was a little person, but he had a regular sized dick. In college, I definitely saw a handful of little person scenes, and they were uh, was they it jarring. Did, did you see the Christmas theme one? I may have seen, I, I, it feels like I did, but I I don't know if I've just heard you say that before and I'm co-opting, but I, I've definitely seen, yeah, I had, I had roommates that just had massive porn collections that like, there would just be porn on, on like Wednesday at three in the afternoon. We'd just be like going about our day and there'd be porn playing. uh, My buddy Todd tells a story about when he had roommates and he brought somebody over like his parents or somebody in his family and he was giving him a tour of the house and he walked into each roommate's room and just turned on the TV and hit play on the VCR and every single one of porno started playing. That's that was a time, you know, that was a time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel, but here's the problem. You're not going to recognize Norm Duke, even though he, he made us that beautiful cameo courtesy of Ben nine Oh six. You know, Norm Duke is not somebody you're going to see in the world and go, Oh, Hey, there's Norm Duke. Probably not. But I, I, I tell you, like I, the reverence I have for Martin Short, I don't know if I right. can do it. He's right. the rare celebrity that I just. Right. I mean, who was the the original? Was it was it Jared Mayo? Who was the who was the linebacker for the the Brand, Brandon Spikes? Spikes. No, Spikes was no, it was Spikes. Yeah, yeah he was he was at uh, University of Florida. He was about to become a Patriot, and uh, and I was uh, they were at. We were staying at the same hotel as yeah. when they were at LSU. Yeah. It was big game, Tebow, and uh, I, I saw what he was working with, and I, it was it was breathtaking. I'm trying to think I've, of who famous I've taken a piss next to. I took a piss next to Luis Gonzalez, the guy that got the hit yeah. against the, the Yankees. Diamondback guy. Yes. Yeah. I took a leak next to him. He was super tall. I didn't check out his dick. I also took a leak once next to Sean White, the snowboarder. You told me about him. Tiny. 
I, well, I didn't look at his dick, but he's but, he's like five three. But you said he was a, a tiny person. I thought it was. I thought I was pissing next to a little kid, and then somebody was like, "Hey, Sean," and I and I looked, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's no order guy. He's really little." Uh, but I would now I would probably like you know sneak a glance if it was somebody I recognized. Uh, okay, thanks for all the thanks for all the voicemails. No email to read this week. We probably shit on the emailers too much. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Reach out. We if, do a lot of grammar checks on them. Well, you it's know, intimidating. It's, you know, I should pre-read them. <laughs> but the thing is, I want to have a natural reaction. Yeah. So it's and so a lot of times it's shit I can't even read, but it's kind of worth it because I want to I want you to hear what I feel when I first read them. If, so, yeah. If anyone's feeling bad, take your email and just put it into Grammarly. And it'll it'll tell you where you've made grammatical errors. It's oh, free. Yeah, fast. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, when well, we all fuck up, especially in email, it's okay. I'm not I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to shit on people. Uh, okay, let's do let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I'm my own Troy on DVD. I got to be honest, I haven't just sat and listened to that in a while. That's probably the best song parody that's ever beautiful. been submitted to the show. It's it's, a it's beautiful one. beautifully executed, writes a bill, has an amazing just angelic voice and lyrically where he's where he spends the whole song calling me gay is very clever. <laughs> it is clever. Yes, I love it. Uh Ed, what's going on in the world of sports? Well, Manuel actually brought up our I first know. point. Yes. RIP to the giant Utah Jazz center. Mark Eaton. Former Bruin. He, I believe he was 7'4". And big. He wasn't yeah, Manu yes, Bowl like yes. Twig. He was he was like a, a big man. Um, I got to say, not, I certainly wouldn't want to watch the end that led to this, but I would have loved to see a 7'4 guy ride a bicycle. So uh, this is a big thing. So, recently, former Dallas Maverick, amongst other teams, Sean Bradley – was severely right. injured and paralyzed in a bicycle accident. He's seven six or seven five. He's huge. I forgot about that. I also remember a story where Bill Walton had the airline like lost his bike, I guess, because of his back issues. The only way he can exercise is on a bike. And it was like a big search to find his bike because they just you gotta get a custom made bike when you're that tall. But Mark Eaton, he was like almost 400 pounds probably when he was playing what what was it like what, a three-wheeler there's no bike yeah, that could support he, a man that size did he d- ride a tandem and he's just on the second yes seat yes or does he ride one of those penny farthing with the giant wheel right something it has like to be to something it, special but, but yeah r.i.p very sad sad um a uh a family cries foul after Loretta's Lounge, which was some uh, bar or something at White Sox Stadium, was renamed 
La Russa's lounge. She was like a 50-year employee who died what, 10 what, years ago. What the fuck is going on in Chicago? They have a good team. They, I know. They have a ton of talent. What? what they, hi, they, they hire a guy 10 years yes, out of the game. Yes. Uh, just he, the he guy responsible an, for the longest games. He, he was an asshole when he was the age. still in there. You know, like what? When he was relevant. Why? Why are we dealing with Tony La Russa again? He gets all the DUIs. He's a prick. He plays it the old school way. He got mad at one of his own guys for hitting a home run. <laughs> he's the fucking worst. He is a, he's just the worst. The point of the game is to fucking score runs and try to hit the ball over the goddamn fence. What fucking game? And what, what's like, he doesn't have ties there. I, I know he was the manager in the eighties. Cause I remember the baseball card. But like, what's what is with the, this obsession on the South Side with Tony fucking Larusa? I don't get it. Somebody, I know we have listeners in Chicago. Reach out. Let us know what's going on there in Chicago. It's crazy. Doesn't work. It yes. Does, it, this, and this, this you poor can woman. be you can be yeah. good without him. Like they have the talent. It has nothing to do with Larusa. So the the manager. They've studied this. They the manager it may be respond over the course of a season. Uh, the manager can either win or lose you about one game on average having a managerial decision is about a one game value well he's this guy is so fucking old school and so not with how baseball is played now yeah, he's, he's gonna telling be on the players not to hit home runs yes fucking bad for the game fucking. and poor loretta like one of these yes. 50 year employees she died her family was always proud like there's loretta's lounge and now they're gonna change it to larissa's lounge Insane. That's crazy. Uh, former pro wrestler Buff Bagwell was arrested for hit and run and lying to cops. Buff Bagwell. What is that? He buffs, is that a jobber buff name your... or is that like... He, know, he had to be a jobber. He's, he's like an, uh, an Iron Mike Sharp. He, buff Bagwell. <laughs> Yo, like I'll, buff Bagwell I'll, buff your, I'll buff your Bagwell? Like what is <laughs> what is that name? Yeah. And he had, I mean, he had the Caesar do. I looked at a oh, picture of him. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures. I mean, he was pretty big. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to call yourself buff, buff you better well. be pretty fucking jacked. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles hired a Muslim woman as a scout, and the Philadelphia faithful, they were not happy. Lots of Muslim-related things. I mean, she's been in football for years now, but she just got appointed to a job. And everybody assumed it was because she was a Muslim. Everybody's was, um, too woke. Everybody's was, too woke. You had to hire a Muslim. Like that's that's not how it works. Was was um, Bill Maher involved? Did he lead the? <laughs> did he lead the anti-Muslim woman scout parade? <laughs> Bill like, Maher. Bill Maher is like he's the worst. He, he's he's so into Bill Maher. Yeah. And then when the audience doesn't laugh at something, it's like, oh, sorry, you guys are too woke. It's like, no, you're just not very funny. No, you're you're an unfunny racist. That's the problem. That's that's the issue that we have. Um, Uh, What else? This is a big controversy right now. And uh, the Naomi Osaka, she pulled out of the French Open because she was having anxiety about press conferences and she didn't want to do it. She got fined. And then she said, I don't want to be a, you know part of the problem i'm gonna uh, step step aside well pierce Mar- morgan wrote a column 
calling uh, Naomi Osaka a spoiled brat who's exploiting mental health. Exploiting. Uh, how is this guy still allowed to weigh in on things? Like, who's asking Piers Morgan for his opinion ever? He's like, he's basically like a Skip Bayless, right? He's a, yes. he's just a shit take person. He is, but I mean, his his opinion, you kind of know exactly which direction he's always going to go when it's a woman of color. He's he's got he's got specific thoughts on who's right and wrong in those cases. Totally, I love that this Naomi Osaka has done this because the your the tournament is nothing without the players. Right. It's you can't. She's. And she's if number she's not, two in the world. I was going to say, if she's not number one, she's a, a top player. She's a major winner. She's won four majors, they said. Yes, she's she's in, like one of the best that there is, one of the biggest stars, I mean. Like, fuck them. And also, who gives a fuck? I know that these guys need to get quotes for their stories and stuff. I understand that. Like, that's that's part of the gig. But some there are people that are willing to talk to you, and there's some that aren't. And if there the ones are plenty that aren't, of people you, willing to talk, yes, you you just got to move on from that. I I like her fucking flexing her star power and being like, nah, fuck off. I'm and I, I mean, remember Ricky Williams used to have to wear a helmet. Like, th- yeah, there are people it's that really anxiety. really struggle with this kind of shit. And My, yeah, and you know, it's it's okay to happen. It doesn't mean you have to cancel all press conferences, but like. Yeah, she, so she doesn't want to play. I mean, think about um, promoting a movie. Some people yeah. are everywhere. And then Jack Nicholson, only when he had a huge cut in Batman, did you see him giving tons of interviews? Yep. Um, like Brad Pitt doesn't really do talk shows. There's there's people DiCaprio that are just- un- doesn't do much. Yeah. And it's like, that's their prerogative. And if right. that hurts their sales, well, that's something else. But But- you know, if Osaka is going to lose endorsement deals because she's not giving enough interviews, that's a different consequence. But like, we're finding her because she's not showing up at the French Open press conference. Oh, no, fuck out of no. here! This is this is good for them. Ne- the next thing we got to get rid of is those in-game interviews in the NBA playoffs. Why are There's, they doing those, this? Those are so uncomfortable. I hate that. I also Just, I don't no. I don't like any interview. The manager or coach is one thing. The losing players, especially like college athletes. Hey, why did you lose back then? Like, what, what are they supposed to say here? They got to apologize oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. like, I, I don't get that. The, the, the guy who's making millions of dollars, the, the coach, fine. Sure, you can sure. get some quotes out of him. Yeah. But it, even like multimillionaires in the NBA, when they lose, jamming a microphone in their face and be like, "How come you were only three of eighteen shooting?" What are you getting out of that? Oh, it's the worst when they go when like at the, after the World Series or the Super Bowl yeah, they, when they, they go from they one whisper. clubhouse to the other one they're like, "Hey, um, coach, yeah, what, what are we getting out of that? Yeah, yeah, we fucking lost. Like, I get that you have to fill up time, but find, show highlights. Just, show, just you know? show more highlights. We lost. Yeah. Find a different way. Well, it's time. It's time for sports. Ed, what's popping in the non-sports realm? Um, R.I.P. Gavin McLeod, Captain Steubing, Captain Steubing, and also Murray from Mary Tyler Moore Show, and. Uh, so this is you're reading an R.I.P. from 1989. <laughs> so, uh, how old do you think he was when he was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show? 
I mean, if I hadn't known that he died this week and RIP, I mean, I'm sure he's a great dude. I would have guessed that he was like in his late fifties, early sixties. Yeah. That first season of Mary Tyler Moore, he was 39. Whoa. First season of, of love boat. When, when he was first captain Steubing, he was 46 years old. Whoa. I'm 46. Yeah. That was his age when he was captain Steubing. Um, Luke Grant is still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, Steubing was 90 when he, he died. Yeah. He's 90 and one month and a day. But wow. Well, RIP. Good run. We'd all sign up for 90 today as long as we don't get Alzheimer's. Yeah. Uh, RIP to John Davis, who was one of the real Millie Vanilli singers. Weren't they German? Because that's not a German sounding name. I thought it, I thought the whole story was. He was just like a. He was a black guy. Well, Dennis Schroeder's a black guy. He's from Germany. That's true, but he sounds German. And right. And John Davis is not a very German sound. I mean, Dennis Schroeder is much more German sounding than John Davis. Uh, I mean, what a bummer. That whole shit was nuts. Yeah. That was, yeah, that that couldn't happen today. But I mean, it couldn't happen and not be the biggest story for like five straight years if that happened. But it's it's crazy that, um, I mean, uh, the guy didn't look in the picture I saw. He didn't look particularly ugly, but that's a yeah. pretty big slap in the face when they're like, yeah, we we love this song. We're going to promote the shit out of it, but we need like really good looking dudes to do this and you're not it. Yeah. Now, well, these days they have auto-tune, so those guys could have just sang Fab and uh, I, I think one of the Millie Vanilli guys is dead too. Yeah, but he died. I think one of the Millie Vanilli died, died in like, college like like when we were right. in college kind of thing was it the bug i think it i think it was uh drugs all right these days i mean that really fucked their lives up these days they could just take those guys and auto-tune them and they could really sing the thing and just the producer yeah. would make a song out of it and it wouldn't matter remember around the same time also cnc music factory oh yeah they they had a black woman like sing the hooks, but in yes. the videos oh, yeah. they would ha- have like a model there with the with the other people in CNC Music Factory, and they would make it seem like she was the one singing that because the because the actual singer was more of a, a rotund woman. Um, didn't didn't the original guy die recently? C- CNC Music Factory. Yeah, like the CNC guy. No, I, I don't know. I think R.I.P. Yeah. Um, Julianne Huff's niece uh, went on, I think, TikTok and, it. and said, my aunt said Leonardo DiCaprio was not good in bed. I don't think any of those famous guys are good in bed. Although, I mean, I did, I believe I told a story here on this show about the woman I talked to at a party that hooked up with um, the Joker. Joaquin Phoenix. Was he allowed cover? He didn't. No. He only gave. Oh, you he did didn't say he, this. Right? He wasn't in. He wasn't into his own pleasure. He only provided. Wow. Well, I know. Provided right? by the Joker. Wow. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and also called her a cab in the morning. Very sweet. Um. Yeah. I just like why would like Leon Leonardo DiCaprio fucks twenty two year olds like he's. He's clearly into his own thing. It, does, yeah. it doesn't surprise me at all. 
He does. He, he's not a worker like Brian Beckner. That's like trying to make it happen. He's, <laughs> he does his own thing. You know, he's, he's making himself feel good. I, I wonder, it just means that he's, he's just not doing enough stuff. I mean, how can he be that bad? He's not, he's not actively trying to find out what feels good for her right, to, right, right. to help her achieve orgasm, which right. is much more difficult for a woman. Uh, and also, do aunts and nieces just talk about who they're fucking? That is kind of weird. Like, That's who's not, like, Julianne, Julianne Huff is barely a known person in my world. She's, she's dancing her, with her, the stars, her, right? Right, yes. And, and also... I believe she's a Mormon. And that's what they, they just, talk about in their magic underwear? Yeah, they just I know. They just go out and fuck big stars like that? Weird. Who's going Moroni, to Julian Huff's niece? Moroni right. the angel's like, hey, he who shall fuck must talketh later. Right. right. I've read it on his peep stones. <laughs> his runes. <laughs> uh, retired Southwest pilot exposed himself in the cockpit to a female first officer and then watched porn on the flight. This, you know, this is irritating. It's very safe to fly because the plane basically flies itself. These right. guys do the takeoff and landing and then they're there in case shit gets fucked up. Right. Shit goes haywire. There's a guy there that knows how to fly a plane. It's done the time. Thing is, a lot of these dudes, they're ex-military. They've been in the shit. They crave a little action. That's why they're getting tossed a lot of the times. Everybody's seen Flight, Denzel Washington. They like to, they like to get loose. So it's if, if these guys had more work to do, they wouldn't, they couldn't be watching porn while they're on the, uh, you know, in the, in the, on the flight deck. What we got to do is give them tasks <laughs> while they're up there. Yeah. We should like, make like a little obstacle course in the, uh, in the cockpit that they've got a, like a hamster wheel. They've got to have yes. it spin X amount of times, like an, all these things. Here's, here's an idea. You bring, everybody gets to bring their basket of laundry on the plane. And while the cap, while the captain's up there, he's there folding the fitted sheets. It's like it's like all the problematic laundry, like sweaters, <laughs> fitted sheets, like hand towels. Hey, like, idle hands, Captain. That's right. Hop to it. Got to keep or or you pick one one person. There's like a um, there's like a lottery, and depending on how long the flight is the captain has to knit you something during the flight. So it's He's like, gotta do your taxes for you. Right. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, like Bring get, 1040 easy. Yes. Yeah. Go to the local H and R block and be yes. like, all right, we need, we need some guys who want to fly and we're going to have them do taxes. The they clearly, they clearly need shit to do up there. We're always learning about what these pilots get up to while they're bored. Always up to just getting it out. That's, that's yes. what they're always up to. Well, and they always have like second families. You know, that's like, these are the guys that like Charles Kuralt, where, where you learn, oh, he, he had a family in St. Louis and he had a family in Indianapolis and it's, they didn't know about each other. This, they love to fuck. They're on the road. You know, they, they, they've been in the shit and Nam. They, they like a little action. So th- this doesn't surprise me at all. I remember a pilot called into Stern a couple of years ago and he was just talking about, yeah, just, I mean, just what you'd suspect he would talk about. Like this was the game. Yeah. 
you know, the flight attendants, we'd all go to the same hotels. Like oh, yeah. it was fuck each other. Yeah. You would, they would just fuck like the Olympic village oh, yes. all the time. Uh, it has to be amazing. Unbelievable. Sounds fantastic. Um, on a nightly check-in, California prison guards reported uh, both inmates in a cell were alive. What they didn't notice was that the Satanist uh, cellmate had decapitated yeah. the other. They're like, <sighs> everybody's alive in there. Next day. Maybe he wasn't alive. Well, hold on. I mean, I've seen Escape from Alcatraz and that dummy that, that uh, Clint Eastwood makes oh. out of paper mache, uh, him and Remo Williams. Birdman. It, it doesn't look very realistic. It looks actually terrifying. I had nightmares about it. So, <laughs> it was, you know, it was scary. Yeah, they're just swinging by and like looking, looking through the yeah the, with the flashlight window. Yeah, flashlight. Look. Um, so apparently, this guy had like something like five such incidents where he attacked roommates. So Fuck. the the inmates' family is not too pleased. One yeah. that he got put with him, and two that they really did nothing about it. Decapitation. Ooh. And if yes. you look at the dude who did the decapitating, he it. looks like yeah. the kind of dude who decapitates people. Yeah, his 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 prison tats all over his face. Yeah, he's, he's a scary got, looking dude. Yeah, he's terrifying. He has mental illness. It's insane what we do as a nation that we warehouse people. We have something like a less than a fifth of the of the world population, and we have. I'm making up numbers because I'm stupid. We have more than half of the world's uh, prison population. It's disgusting. It's the it's the wrong plan, and this is what happens. This is what happens. Right. Um. Miles Teller had a big week. Um, two big things happened. First, he replaced Army Hammer on the Godfather Making of series. Um, he's playing like a producer of the Godfather. Oh, is it um, Bob Evans? No, 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 no. Not like like a, a lower level. I mean, who? That's, that's everyone the role of the to, lifetime. Yeah, everyone wants to play Bob Evans. Fuck. And the first oh. time I did cocaine, yes. baby, it was on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's just like some random, or stu- maybe not producer, maybe like some studio executive, right? Um, but anyway, yes. he replaced him. He's so a good actor, big big week, and then he was punched in the face in a Maui restaurant bathroom oh, by a wedding planner. He said he stiffed him. So I mean, a wedding planner, like, right? You wouldn't think a, they have a big no, hook. No. Do you think there's a lot of wedding planners that are like? Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts that like fought <laughs> yeah. the gold, golden gloves. I'm going to fuck this guy up. Right, right. <laughs> what kind of centerpieces you want, asshole? <laughs> hey, snaphead, get back here. Um, I, You know, Miles Teller is one of those guys that I've barely seen in anything, but I hear about him a lot. Yeah, I, that, I like that movie, Whiplash. That movie? Yeah, Whiplash. That was yeah, a good I made movie. It, I made a tweet when I saw this story in Us Weekly or something. I said, was he rushing or dragging? I feel like that should have been the biggest tweet of the week. On That Twitter is a good that one. That yeah, is a good one. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. Hey, you pay your bills. Oh, but you know what? When I was reading about the story, he's been celebrating that like wedding. or he, oh, I, no. I can't tell if he's like oh, no. honeymooning with Aaron Rodgers and yeah. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, I know. I saw this. I saw what? this. What? I know they were hey, all out there like in the aqua with, socks. Uh, with uh, Aaron Rodgers and his uh, quote fiance. Oh yeah, that's that's real problematic. I can't wait to see how that goes down. <laughs> uh, a rapper named MC Kevin. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Uh, you can tell he definitely has some imaginative li- uh, lyrics with that kind of totally yeah. MC Kevin. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Well, he died uh, after jumping from a balcony mid threesome to hide from his wife. <sighs> he sh- he should have gone the Dennis Rodman route. They, they came fell from the out ceiling, of the ceiling, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, buddy. I, yeah. I the fact that he names himself MC Kevin really tells you, yeah, his thinking. You know, yeah. his career name, he couldn't even come up with something good. I know. But, I mean, you're caught. You're you got to you gotta think about what's next. But, I mean, it's not like he he jumped 14 feet and thought, I can make it. I don't think so. I think he was, he was pretty high up. I think it was the third floor, which that's is 30 too, feet. That's too much. That's too high. Yeah, that's too high. That's, he's probably lucky he died. Oh, yeah. Because he could have been severely, he could have broken his spine. MC Kevin would have been uh, just blowing a tube. Yes. MC feeding tube. (laughs) Uh, Very sad. RIP MC Kevin. That's actually kind of a sweet name, considering how many Lils. But the guy's guy's real name, he's Brazilian. I I read about his real name. It's pretty, it was like he could have done so much with it. Kevin Nascimento Bueno. And he went yeah. with MC Kevin? Could have been MC Bueno. MC Bueno sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, or just Kevin Bueno. Yeah, I'm good. You yes. good? We could even write yes. some of his songs for him. Right? But, oh, yeah. We Well, well, we'll no more know. songs for him. We'll never know. Uh, this, is, this is a real fun story. Elon Musk believes the Neuralink brain chip will end language in five to ten years. So he's planning – he's going to start with pigs, but he's planning on putting chips in our brains soon. I'm ready to be done with Elon Musk. Why are we... We talk about him so much. Yes. Why are we dealing with this guy still? Like, look, successful guy, not easy to make a fucking car company from nothing. Really impressive. But a car company that doesn't make any money except on cryptocurrency. Well, nothing makes money, though. It's making money is apparently bad. Anything, Anything that makes money... You don't want to make money, apparently. But yes, you're right. It's still, it's still, it's it's an impressive thing. It's like impressive, especially when cars. you inherited yeah. a, a diamond mine. Is Started that? rich. Yeah. 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 South African guy. See but he's just can... like, we get, we got to go to him for every fucking thing. Like, you're, we're not going to have chips. In, our, the chips in our brain are in our fucking pocket. The chip in your brain already exists. It's yeah. your fucking phone. Yeah. Not, nothing in our heads from Elon Musk. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the dick implant. When when are we when are we going to be able to do those fucking dick transplants? That's what I'm into. Yeah. Well, the problem is by the time we'll be able to, you won't be able to use them anymore. I'll be out of gas. Yeah. Same. Um, thirty-three year old Colorado sheriff's deputy dies of COVID shortly after mocking the vaccine on Facebook. Life comes at you fast. He, I looked at a picture of this guy. He, Pretty fat. Yeah. I mean. He he definitely fits into a category of people that really should be masking up and getting vaccinated. Yes, there's there's certain groups, and you know this, the the powers that be don't like to tell you this, but I'll tell you, there's certain groups that are, are much more vulnerable to this pandemic than others, and I would put this guy in the category. Should should have gone and and not only not only was he fat, he worked in a jail. Oof. 
like any illness runs rampant in a fucking jail. So if you're a fat guy that works in a jail, look, I'd be, maybe you have some concerns. Take the fucking shot, dude. You're you're highly uh, susceptible. And the fact that half of Americans have gotten it already. And I mean, I, again, I don't know what this guy reads because I know there's a lot of bullshit out there. But like, yeah. obviously nothing terrible has happened to people who yeah. have gotten it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, he mocked it and the the COVID mocked him back. Yeah. Hey, it happens. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> a principal was escorted off school grounds after a graduation speech in which he said successful people stomp on each other. I mean, it's kind of true. Uh, hey, I mean, he worked on Wall Street. Define success. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say happy people. I would. Right. I mean, what what is success? Yes, that's, but yeah, hey, there, you know what? That's a good lots. point. There, there are, are lots point. of people yes. that stomp on each other. Yes. It's it's one thing to say, you know, it's a tough world out there. You got to be tough, but I mean, he really was yeah. not an inspiring. Speech. Get a ghost writer. Yeah. Uh, finally, really good news, Brian. I know this is going to affect you. Chris Angel has a new restaurant, and it's spelled C A B L P, and Crabup. Apparently, it's Kablip. Oh my god, disgusting. It stands for Chris Angel Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. Where is, is this on Long Island? Oh, I think it's from was, Long Island. But I would think this has got to be Vegas, right? Vegas. Does he still have a show in Vegas? Mind Freak. Yep. <sighs> that means he's so fucking rich. Is a result of his $280,000 purchase of Sugar's Home Plate in Overton, Nevada, 60 miles oh. outside of Las Vegas. 60 miles outside who's gonna end up there uh people like you know what when when uh when the goons have to go bury some bodies in the desert and then they're like you want a bite you want to go get a bite at kablip yeah yeah exactly exactly i think exactly. that mind freak makes pizzas and breakfast here let's let's go mind freak um let me just read off chris angel's body count Mini driver. She's got kind of a square face. She had a moment. She I, uh, had a moment for sure. I, I stood next to her at a concert one time. Yeah. Very tall. Um, Paris Hilton. It's not dead, my thing, but dead eyes, I did. Dead yeah, face. I did once jerk off to that video of her. Uh, at work. Cameron Diaz at uh, work. Uh, Lindsay Cameron Lohan. Diaz. Yes, Cameron Diaz. They, they they dated. They were like that's they not were just together like a hookup. for a while. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Britney Spears. Um, Pamela, Pamela Anderson, Holly Madison, who was one of Hef's fake Hef's, wives, right? Yep. And then there's like a, a whole bunch of people who I don't know that are clearly models. I mean, I get that he's got a lot of money, but he also has embroidered jeans and like silk screened hats <laughs> and also does magic. He's an illusionist. He's an illusionist. He's like, like Joe. Yes. Like what the fuck? Like that's a big that's a big uh pelt count for a guy that it yeah. He, I mean he looks like Chris Gaines kind of. He does. He does have that Chris Gaines vibe. Yes. Kablip. Yeah. I mean magicians so creepy. And I mean what's his name? Blaine, I remember he had a young Fiona Apple. 
Mm-hmm. Blaine's done pretty well for himself. Oh yeah, Blaine is. He crushes it, but he's not as like over the top. Like I can he's see not, people yeah, being attracted to Blaine. Freak. He's not mind freak. Yeah, he's not like I'm looking at this picture of Chris Angel. He's got like a whole bunch of bracelets on and shit, like and just like bad clothes. And what is his mat? Like David Blaine, he kind of does that thing where he does like mind over matter shit. Where yeah, he's like, like I'll I'm sitting gonna- in an ice block for thirty six yes. hours, and I'm gonna breathe through it. You know, that's impressive. Like he's a weirdo. I don't yeah. want to hang out with him. But but yeah, I think I think uh Mind Freak, he's doing like Doug Henning shit. Right. He's like exactly. full on magic. Whatever happened, remember David Copperfield? First of all. Oh, that was the original guy getting a big pull yes. with Claudia Schiffer in her prime. Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. How do you name yourself a fucking character from literature? <laughs> I knew a guy who he's he's our age. His name was Michael Jordan. And it's oh, like yeah. Michael Jordan got famous when this kid was like yep. eight or whatever. No, I knew I knew I knew a guy called Michael Jordan too. I also knew a Michael Jordan. And he was like, Yeah, he was like younger than me. And he's like, What what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, a lifetime of that, that'll never go yeah. away. Yes. I know someone whose name is Siri. Oh. Hey Siri, you can't say that to this person. Well, how about, I mean, a pretty common name is Alexa. Yes. And as I said that, mine just started lighting up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're spying on us, Ed. Yeah. You know everything we said. Anytime you say that name. Right. It listens. Unbelievable. Uh, Okay, let's wrap this up. Ed. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, I thought I might have lost you there. No. Uh, For Ed Daly. Oh, listen next week. Episode 375. Don't let me talk you out of it. Yeah, it's it. It's, it's a great movie. There's, there's some funny stuff that happens, but you're going to you're going to think Jason was from the year 1933, 32. At one point, I told him to cover his microphone when he wasn't With his talking. Hand. I, I'm going to leave that in there. I just <laughs> and and the the mic that he's using, we tested three. Uh, he had two other options before that, and this it was the best option. I don't know. Like I do uh, the I do the bachelor thing with him and he sounds okay when I do the bachelor thing. Like what's changed? What's different? It's it's got to be it's got to be Windows related. It has to be. It's Bing not, related? It's, could be Bing related. Could be Android. Almost would be better if we put him on the phone. If we just had him call in cuz I can patch him in through the board through the Rodecaster Pro. Probably would work better. Yeah, any, just have him call in. Seriously, that that connection sounded way worse than a cell phone in 1999. It's like people call into the show and it's fine. Like, you know, we have guests sometimes and we hook them up and it's fine. And usually Jason sounds okay, but this one was like. No, this was next level thing. crackly. Yes. yes. But it was but still a good we, show. Listen, it's fine. Yeah, it was good. It's under siege. It's Segal. Yeah. There's a knife fight at the end. Yes. There's multiple knife fights. And the knife fight at the end is insane. Tommy Lee Jones before he was famous. Rock star, Tommy. Unbelievable. (laughs) Music is his life. Okay. For Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 374 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We'll see you next week. Podcast getting bigger and I 
lot smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS.